Is that you? Yeah, I made that. <laughs> so funny. I think that was in the last studio. It's uh it's um it's welcome to the show. It's uh this is BJ special guest you just heard was Tina. <laughs> Fuck your intro. I just like this talk whenever I want. Yes. That was uh no that that is one of the little uh music I make because some of it's for intro music and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like trying to play everything I have, and then that one just makes me think of like bow, 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 bow. it's street walking music. Yeah, <laughs> for the hose, they like baseball. <laughs> it's it is a, uh, and then I made some, and then I'm just like, wow, that's trash. <laughs> and then like I I I I think three days in a row, everything I made sounded like Super Nintendo games. <laughs> just like that's where your brain went. Because my buddies were like, hey man, that sounds like Mario Brothers, and I was like. I think that's a compliment. I think it's I think it's good. Wheels for my podcast, he like was like, I want to learn how to make beats, but for now I'm just gonna go to a lot of free for profits. I'm like, cool. So I uh yeah, I have like three programs uh for beats and then I have a be uh, a really nice pad over here that helps me and a keyboard. Um so I'm I haven't I have been working so much, I haven't been doing it, and then I was like I'd lock myself back here. I have three teenage kids. And no, it'd be a Friday night, and I don't leave my house. And why is it teenagers at a certain age? It is loud as hell. I mean, plus, why would you if if you? Why I have the studio? Why would you want to leave your house? I mean, I have a TV. I have everything. You have all the accoutrements. It's safe here. Yeah, I don't have to go anywhere. I have a ton of candles for ambiance. Candles, ambiance, treats. That's access right. Access to Jimmy John's. That's right. <laughs> I uh. No, I, like I said, is uh, first thanks for um, all the uh, everybody who downloaded the show, listened to the Travis Owens episode. It was great, great feedback. Um, so, but go check out Travis Owens. Check out his paintings. His paintings are amazing. His Su- paintings? Support the local artist. Yeah, he lives in Broad Ripple. Oh, yeah. But he's from my hometown, so he was uh, he was um, he came on and we talked about. It's always funny when you talk about your hometown. Where did you grow up at? <laughs> Every time I talk about it, I feel like it's just my identity. Um, I'm from Newcastle, which is like east of Indy, and it is is uh, a place. I've been to Range. Is it Range Free? Yeah, I've been there. I've watched some people do some shows there. I uh, we, I was supposed to do a show there, and then COVID happened, and it was like one of those things when COVID happened. I'm like, oh no, I don't have to go to my hometown. Oh, no. it, it was such a weird show because they, the first, I think it was one of the first times they ever did comedy. This like two years ago. Yeah. So it's like. Um, we're there and uh it was me mondo my wife and we sit in the back and then i think they're used to rock concerts mm-hmm. they loud but yeah because they're picking up their phone and this one guy's like jerry jerry drywall be there tomorrow jerry <laughs> as the guy's up there trying to do his, <laughs> his whole set dude i fucking i know i should like really rep my town and be like you know my hometown that's my people so i can have a fan base yeah fuck that fuck that whole fan base that whole town gave me the most weird complex about racial issues and just everyone knowing who i lost my virginity to fuck that place yeah i didn't see a lot of diversity when I was oh there. no it's pure honky it was pure um affliction shirts and bu- <laughs> and buckle jeans <laughs> affliction shirts and fox hats see i i worked at um a company where they broke down markets right so like indianapolis is what's called a b market so you'll get certain things later but like newcastle is like a like almost like a y market (laughs) they get everything that's been touched yeah and it's just like it's just getting to them fuck that place man Man, we just got rid of dial up so have you ever been to like there's a bar and i'm using the word downtown loosely but it's in their downtown area 
and it's called the Town Tavern, which is not saying much because every town has a town tavern. That is a great name. <laughs> We're real original. Fuck that place. That place is pure mold. I don't give a fuck. That place, I did a show there, not like probably two years ago, and my cousin and uh, my cousins came, my mom came, um, and I'm always weird when my mom sees me do stand up because like two percent of it's me knocking on her parenting, and then. Um, but at this bar, there was like a dude who wanted to like touch on me in front of my mother and I'm not having that shit. I'm like, don't touch me, please kill yourself. Um, and then there was a girl who I used to babysit years ago. Her name is like, if this says anything about this town, this girl's name was Johnny Ray. That's JR. That's show with Johnny Ray. <laughs> Dude, she fucking was screaming during my set. And I'm just like, I even like called out. I'm like, it's real weird doing a show in a place where you like, everyone knows who I lost my virginity to. And that girl, I used to wipe her ass and now she is drunk. Did, did, was the virginity guy you lost it to? Was he there? What? Was the guy you lost your virginity? Could you imagine? If, yeah. Could you imagine you're doing a set and afterwards they're like, oh, it's so great to see you. And then he re- this cut walks in and you're like, uh, hey. So does anyone have any, um, like a knife for me to just take myself out because fuck this uh i hate newcastle fuck that place i i uh i travel for a living well <laughs> i do still so i go to, i still go to small towns yeah so like i had st louis market but i would be in kansas and then like i'd go in these small towns and it's just the weirdest thing and i grew up Seymour's not small. It's a 4A. So if that tells you about their football, pretty big size, a lot of boys, right? So, but I, I would go to some of these towns and there was a, it was a highway sign. It said KK. And I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. I was like, that, that's how they do it. We use like whatever here, Indiana, US 31, whatever it is. Right. And then there was one sign and I sent it to Dyke and it says KKK. Oh yeah, and I was just like, "Well, we need to get out of here." But we got, we have to fucking go. Yeah, we left in a quite a bit of a hurry. They're in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, they have too many country Kalamazoo kitchens, like so many restaurants with the KKKs, and I'm like, "Y'all, no, 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 no." Those small towns, they're rude. <laughs> they just they know what they're about. Um, I don't. I don't know what's worse: small town people that get their stimmies, or Indianapolis people who get their stimmies. I don't know. I was hella irresponsible. Well, that's not true. No, I'm talking about how they start to treat you because before they'd come in and they'd be like, "Hey, can you help me on this account?" And yeah. now they walk in, they're just like, "I'm not paying that." I'm like, I, and I'm like, "Well, that's what to do or whatever." They get your phone turned back on. Yeah. And then they're like, "I'll just go somewhere else." And I'm like, "All right, we'll see you in like three three weeks." Good luck with your debt. Okay, bye. Um, I, speaking of like small racist towns, uh, so I went to Arizona recently. I drove out there with my brother, um, and I was talking to my coworker. Um, she didn't understand, like, now this woman is like in her sixties, like she's like 65. She does not understand like, um, the idea of a sundown town. She's like, what is that? And I'm like, what? Cause I was talking about like, Hey, I have to make sure I'm careful. And also to anybody who's hearing my voice, I know I sound Valley girl, but I am of color. Um, I'm Mexican Filipino and honky. And so I know I'm Brown. I got to be careful when I go to certain areas. Like that's just a scientific fact I've known my whole life. 
Um, so the sundown towns are like the towns where you're not supposed to be there after dark because they will murder you. Um, and then I had to hear my coworker. She's like, nah, and I think you're light skinned enough. That one would kill you. I'm like, stop talking. Stop fucking talking. That's not how that works. No, it's weird. Racists don't care. Because, um, I can get really dark complected. Um, really. And, and I've been in those situations before I was in, um, because you look oddly Hispanic, but yeah. I think you're Italian, right? Uh, no, we, I don't know. My dad left. We never figured it out. <laughs> True story. <laughs> like, I don't know what I am. So I was in Irmo, South Carolina. Oh, shit. So, and this is hilarious. And I worked for 7-Eleven. I did acquisitions. So I would, they would fly me to States and see how they were going. Check with the managers, whoever ran the States, whatever. Yeah. So I get this call from um, Aaron. Aaron, and my, Aaron is one of the guys that got me the job. He's like, hey, can you go over, shoot over to Irmo? I want to see, um, we switched everything over to 7-Eleven. I want to see how everything's going and make sure they're not parking in, in the uh, the old car wash. We're not using it. All right, cool. They have a Burger King, one motel, one stoplight. And then I think there's a picture on my Instagram from like however many, almost a decade ago. There's people pulling up on four wheelers and they have their kids just in their diapers parked on their crotch sitting there. Wild. So I walk in, the store's immaculate. Beautiful store. <laughs> this is the bougiest thing in this town. Yeah. And I so I walk outside and I'm talking to the manager, like, hey, make sure no one's using this car wash. Let's get this done or whatever. And this guy in his 60s, silver hair, walks up. He's like, What are you? And I was like, Oh, I was like, I'm I'm from Indiana. I was like, I'm here to do acquisitions. I'm here to help out. Uh, he goes, no, 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 what are you? And I was like, <laughs> me being me, I go, what's it going to take for me to get rid out of this conversation? <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> He's like, are you Hispanic? And I was like, no, sir, I'm Italian. He's like, I didn't think you were one of those Hispanics. You look more like an Italian. That's how he <laughs> <Italian>? said it. <laughs> you should have told him, like, I'm actually, sir, I'm a Taurus. Um, I have to go. <laughs> Wait, no, you just had your birthday. When's your <laughs> three, five. <laughs> so what's your sign? Uh, Pisces. <laughs> so this story is not. This is not even the worst part of the story. Oh my god! So I go inside and I f and I was like, all right. I I always check the bathrooms last before I leave. So I go in there. I'm on the phone with Steph. I'm like, yeah. This. I was like, I'm gonna get out of here. This town's kind of whacked out. It's mine. And I see a swastika on the door. Oh, tasty. and I was like, well, I'm gonna have. To, I was like, I'll tell him to clean it up. And Steph, this is what she, she's great. She goes. Hey, how's the bathroom look? I was like, dude, you could eat off the floor. She goes, think about it. They clean that bathroom two, three times a day, and that swastika stays there. Think about that. And I was like, I got my rental. I'm out, and I never went back. <laughs> look, please don't make me go back. Oh, oh my God. The bathroom looks great. There's just one swastika that's like, they keep avoiding that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the highlight of my trip. <laughs> That's how you know you have adult problems. We're just like, well, what's the highlight? I found a swastika in a bathroom. Oh, look at you. Yeah, and then we're like, we're really proud of really proud of everything you've done here. <laughs> Thank you for your service. She goes, do you have any tips for me? And I was like, nope. <laughs> do you have any tips what tips she's like uh come back whenever you want and i was like uh, it'll be like nine in the morning <laughs> so i can avoid this yeah I knew, it was so weird and i had never been because i was excited to go to south carolina i was like cool it's south carolina i haven't been it's pretty yeah so i mean it's and it's weird is then i was in california and that's a totally different world whole other vibe they do they won't stop talking and the <laughs> and i was there and the first every question i got was like Hey man, do you got your card? I was like, what card? He's like, do you got your card for dispensary? You know, oh, that, that's kind of like when it first started being legal in California. That's how long ago. 
And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. I You're like, like I don't do that. That's, that's not my vibe. And then we took still work for 7-Eleven. So we took the store back from franchisees for breaking some of the rules. The owners of the store, they owned one store and, they, and it was a non-gas store. It was basically like a bodega there. Okay. They were just smoking weed in the back. <laughs> just <laughs> the, the minute they could, they're like, why Wild West right and, now? And he walked in and then I was working with this guy named Frank and he was real, um, uh, everything on, he always dressed perfect, everything, right? And he's like, what in the fuck is this? <laughs> He's like, you guys are smoking weed in the back, and I was just like, dude, I was like, it's California, like that's what they. It, we were actually in um, um, Lake Tahoe, okay, and Lake Tahoe actually splits by one road, California, Nevada. Huh. So there's like this little road, and um, so but yeah, they were just fucking getting high as could be in the back room, just living their best lives. Yeah, and then they never sold anything. Huh. Oh, there's the issue. They probably were just giving shit away, like, all right, bro, here you just go. Say, man, I just like your vibe, and if you want these these ding dongs, that's your ding dong. And I remember we were like, hey, we're gonna have to change. You know, there's some new rules you're gonna have to follow. I was like, bro, rules. <laughs> Ew, icky. I feel like I can say, um, and I'm just for the sake of this public thing. I do not currently smoke the lettuce. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> but when I do, I try to be as productive as possible because that is the fear of getting in trouble is always there. So every time I've smoked, it's been like, all right, if you're going to do this, you better clean the house. And it's always weird, too. Like we were talking off mic when like I'll meet new people to work with, either help produce or podcast or set it up or if they'll come over and they're a guest or whatever. And they're like, hey, man, do you smoke? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I have some cigarettes. They're like, no, no weed. weed. <laughs> I'm like I'm 40, bro. Just just say do you, do you get high? Like just let's just. He doesn't know if you're a narc, and also you're white, bud. I know. <laughs> Everyone's scared of you. And well, it's, plus it's Greenwood. Though. And it's Greenwood. Yeah. And then. You know, what I just realized in this very moment. What's that? Do your kids go to the Greenwood High School? Yeah. Do oh, all three of them. All three of them. Do they take that class for cooking <laughs> and whatnot? And Not yet. <clears throat> okay, so they're about to have the best teacher of their lives when they do. His name is Mr. Fisher. That's my best friend, and he is the nicest human being. He's like a huge, giant person. Like, he's muscular obese, which is hilarious to me. Like, he's just a really tall guy. Like, he's pure Ohio. And, like, if that says anything, he just grew up in Delphus just being beefy. Um, and honestly, you should probably have him on sometime because he's a delight of a human. He's very um, monotone and just an angel. Um, but he teaches there, and he actually got a grant recently to help them start making like produce there uh so he helped make a bunch of gardens he's a he's a great guy so your kids are in for a treat when they encounter that man yeah i have uh i have one two that are going to be seniors at the end of this year and, and one that's going to be a junior you feel old dog no i had kids young that's why i wanted them young instead of um mm. being like and just not a knock on anybody well i don't have any energy now but i thought man i'll still be 40 and i'll have energy and i was like i don't have any energy Dude, so my husband's dad, um, so Justin is one of seven kids. Good Lord. I, dude. Catholic? He, no. Really? His dad is nuts. <laughs> so his dad, his name uh, is Dwayne Gale. If that says anything, I don't know if it, like, it's just like the most extra name ever. We're throwing out some top shelf names. Oh, yeah. They're my favorite. And so Gale, I call him Gale. No one else does. So Gale has been married like three times. Um, and he has like two sets of kids from another marriage. And then he had Justin. And Justin was a pure fucking accident because him and his, so he, Justin is his mom's only kid. 
And we all call his dad Big Pimpin' Wheeler because he just keeps making babies. Oh, willy fucking nilly. But like he had Justin when he was like in his 50s and now his dad's pushing 80 and had fucking just he's like he gets a little bummed that he never got to play baseball with his dad. Like his all his siblings are old enough to be his parent. Oh, it's really funny. So I think you lucked out bricking in your wife early. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I stick. Yeah, that, that was the whole plan. They're 18, um, Lucci and then Colin are 18 months apart. I love the name Lucci. Is that short for anything? Luciano. So, yes! so he didn't like Luke. He can get the fuck over it. But he won. And then his friends started calling him Lucci because he was named after Luciano Salvatore, not Luciano, um, Pavarotti. Don't know what that is. So Luciano Salvatore was one of the, um, first, creators of costa nostra which is the mafia oh my god but we but luciano Pavarotti is the opera singer the okay. three tenors that's tight so i was like how can i sneak in a name that's mobster but yeah. classy and because his name is luciano anthony my wife's maiden name is ragone r-a-g-o-n-e and um so yeah so i was like and then then we had colin i was gonna name uh, giovanni uh, but i just i was like i just didn't like the name so we just picked colin and, and then it's the second kid, the second and i feel bad <laughs> you get an irish boring name ho because if you look at colin if if i don't i don't even know where he is he's probably playing basketball but he has ben Politsky's curly hair that's the kid i was gonna ask you about I'm like that's the one who looks like yeah. he snuck like ben snuck into your yeah. home and, and got with your wife because i'm well yeah like ben was he'd probably be in middle school because <laughs> he's he's you lie i think he's like 27 and 28 and i'm 41 so i was like man could the math check out <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna need some checks mr ben i'm gonna need some checks coming i'm an, enamored by italian culture in general especially american italian families like so justin's mom's side of the family the last name is costantino's um and they are the scary kind of italian but they're also southern like so part of his mom's family is from alabama another part is from like new york um and like we had to go to a funeral recently like probably i think the end of last summer also not recently what's time i don't know um but his like granddad like i saw like the picture of him like when he was in the air force and when he was youthful this dude i like looked at justin and i'm like dude i'm not gonna front your granddad was a total daddy he's like could you not talk about him like that right now i'm like but like dude like he had the the stereotypical like silver hair on the sides like that's just where he grayed was on the sides and just like slicked hair and they showed a bunch of pictures of him from the 80s just chains like beautiful hawaiian shirts i'm like dude i'm not gonna front your granddad would have got it he's like stop <laughs> we are at his funeral i'm like ah. and it's and it's weird is because that's me at 17 you look like trouble and i look like well i look like a young nazi oh you do i know there it is i'm like please join me but the thing is though the thing that throws me off is literally just the hairline i'm like nah there's there's the italian there's the, i want to say guinea but i can't i well, just did so i haven't told I, no i haven't told this story on any podcast i think i told it behind the scenes on bucks um so ap which you met from smut cast yeah. like, and i was like hey man can you cut my hair i was like i don't have time to really go anywhere it's like i'll be over to cut it but he didn't realize how long the top was so he faded up the sides nice and neat and then he goes, hey, Steph, just can you go ahead and cut the top? And he leaves and Steph goes, I fucking can't cut that, right? <laughs> there's so much. So I still haven't got it cut. So he's just chilling. Yeah, there's a uh, I'm going to pull up this. There's this <laughs> there's this fucking photo where I look like Hitler. Oh, no. And I'm so mad. I'm gonna, I have it. <laughs> I have it in my messages. Does and, your hair curl? No. 
Oh, so you got that stiff hair that's like well, just thick. And, and then st- and then AP the whole time he's like, man, he's like, you have such a nice hair. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I was blessed. Just don't fuck it up. <laughs> so I sent a text. I sent a text to Steph, and I was like, um, I was like, I look like a Nazi. <laughs> She's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. no, you don't. And I got home. I was like, did I really look like a Nazi? And she goes, yeah, you did. Yeah, like yeah, I know. Do you, are you gonna put it up on the screen so I can see? Yeah, you? I'm trying to find it. I'm fucking amped. Because uh, and and that's why I kind of sh- uh, shaved the beard a little bit, and then I was like, ah, I'm gonna just let's just start over. Because it's about it's time I can wear a hat at work, so it's no big deal. Um, but I'm not a person. Yeah, here it is. Da, 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 da. So you see the. Uh, I'm seeing the shape. I'm aware of it. So you see this right here, but then you got the thick brows going through there too. So that, that gives me clear Italian though. And then you get the anger in the eyes. Like I was like, and, and then uh, um, I didn't have a hat on. And then obviously I have friends that are kind of smart asses too. And they're like, dude, you look like a, <laughs> you look, <laughs> look German. You look German, Furman, German. And I was like, I was like, we got to get rid of this. So, and because I, that, t- that fade is super tight. And mm-hmm. then you see this thick amount of woolly mammoth hair that's doing very Nazi things and it's not doing Italian things. Cause I feel like if it was like, it would be more slicked back. Maybe it would help, but that is, I, oh, you look like you have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> of, and, the, and then they're anti-Semites. Yeah. That's better. That's less, that's less hatred. But look how, I know I shaved the beard off. Look how long that is. That, that yeah. is oh my god your hair's so thick your hair god it is <laughs> you look like a white kid in play yeah <laughs> i look i look like there's something about mary oh my god movies that hold up so they put that on i think amazon recently and me and justin got ripped and watched that and i'm like oh yes oh then then aaron's like i can't wait to have gray hair and i'm like fuck you all right <laughs> they're always like well you look distinguished distinguished I was like, I look fucking old. <laughs> like, just say it. They're like, oh no, it's good. And that's one of the things that, like, you know, like I said, I don't really care about what what, I, what my hair looks like, but I, but I did when I looked like a junior Nazi. Yeah, like I care when I look like I have anti-Semitic views. I started a new Facebook groups. Like, who's with me? Let's go. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, dude. It's so the internet's such a weird, gross place yeah i uh Ugh. i i don't spend a lot of time on the i watch a lot of tiktok same i watch a lot of animal tiktoks oh, and i yeah. send them i'm like oh look at this dog what a good place to be and then like and then but the weird part is is does like i all my profiles always put married right yeah but for some reason i'm getting bumble after bumble after bumble is it just oh so do is it dudes or ladies that are like coming at you no no no, no. it's the ads to download oh, it the ads okay and i'm like I'm like, why am I? Why is everything is like dating on TikTok now? That's weird. Like, so like, I don't have that at all. That that's that's the whole point. Is it's almost it's weird because I've never signed up for a dating site ever in my life. Me either. Uh, unless someone signed up and used my name, which why? What why? kind of X you got out there, dog? And then I was just so confused by it because I was on because I'm trying to scroll through and and watch it or whatever. And then it's like Bumble, Bumble, and then it's like hey we match or whatever download the app and i'm like no no we don't <laughs> we don't like where is the cat doing cat things <laughs> Where's the, i'm here for cats puppies and or birds possibly i've uh yeah i've gone this whole like i'm 29 which is interesting because definitely my generation was part of the tender generation like a lot of my friends have met their significant others on tinder and i never 
did that. I just, uh, I met my husband through friendship and I ruined it by making out with him one night. There it is. There it is. But the other thing with TikTok is there's so many like 40 and 50 year old women that are like angry and towards men. <laughs> And then, you know, they look amazing or whatever, right? And then they're just angry towards all men. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry that they're all mad at you, bud. And then the other part is, is the videos that kill me is like, um, this is what dads do. And I was like, I've never done that as a father. I Okay, so there's one thing that I've been noticing on TikTok is like dads with the animals they say they didn't want to get. And I love those. And then you snuggle on with it. Just like, how did you get this? I'm like, I don't know. I know it's all about your algorithm with your your TikToks and stuff. So like a lot of my TikToks are obviously pets because if you don't, you're a criminal. Um, And then like I get a lot of... A lot of queer stuff because I am not straight, um, but I'll get a lot of like people talking about being like pan bi or whatever. A lot of com- comedy stuff, which is tight, but then it goes into like a weird thing where all of a sudden I'm hearing like. So, this video that I saw was a girl reacting to audio, and it's a guy just saying the f- not even filthy, it's, it's definitely a guy telling a girl like thank you for masturbating for in front of me but i can't i can't even like uh no i like my body's already tensed up i'm not i can't talk about it or do it justice but it literally is just like overly hypersexual stuff and then a person reacting and this girl's just like listening and all of a sudden you see her this girl's white like white white she just turns beat red and then is sweating visibly i'm like oh my the internet's dangerous i've been watching um um, where people get clowns off the dark web. What did you just say to me? So there's a couple people that like um, got clowns, like they went on the dark web and said, hey, we like to have you come and do a, a show for us. It's the creepiest thing oh ever. So I went down this clown rabbit hole. No, why'd you do that? And it's just like, um, they're all over the country. And, and at one point in time, I think two summers ago, that was kind of like the niche thing to do for some people that dress up a clown and just staying in the middle of the road. I remember that fuck that area yeah and i'm just watching and i'm just like because i don't i don't like clowns yeah who does like if you have to hide your face and make me laugh it makes me feel even more weird also if you like clowns you're a juggalo go away um because my mom growing up had a whatnot shelf (laughs) full of clowns so you'd fall asleep on the couch you'd wake up you're like or do you wake up and we were in high school, so you'd wake up like half hammered, terrified, and just terrified. Oh my god! It's like they're judging you, <laughs> judging you, and also trying to watch you masturbate. Are you drunk again, boy? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> they were implemented by the Catholics, actually, dude. Um, so growing up, my mom dated this guy. They broke up, but I like he kind of was still involved in my life, kind of like a weird dad figure. So he started dating this other lady, and I would go over to their house, and this bitch had all of the porcelain porcelain dolls like all of them and there was like i think i want to say a wall of 75 and i remember the day like i i would go over there one time i'm just i avoided this wall at all costs but one day uh they got me one for myself and they didn't i don't think they knew what race i was so they just got me the next best thing which was like an alaskan like some like alaskan little porcelain doll and i've i threw that bitch away i was like that thing is fucking terrifying those things are no dolls are stupid they're scary i don't i never understood like i mean i have i have a few things but i was talking to mondo today um from podcast and (laughs) we were talking about what we got as kids or whatever and then we were talking about yeah we had um uh glow warms 
in the 80s. Yeah. And then um, well, then we were talking about, uh, he's like, yeah, Teddy Ruxpin. I was like, I'm too poor to have that. He's like, I didn't have it either. I just knew about it. <laughs> I just knew about it and dreamed about like, it. Like, well, a person had the kind of money like to be able to have a doll, then they put a tape in it, and then you listen to the tape. It's creepy. And then uh, we were talking about Cabbage Patch Kids and things like that. And it's just... Fuck Cabbage Patch Kids. And then these things, like, were not small. My glow worm was like this, this, and then Cabbage Patch Kids are like this tall. <laughs> And it's like you have all this just big shit of, I don't know. Um, like the 80s and 90s was a weird era for toys in general. And man, fuck Cabbage Patch Kids. And you know what else? Fuck Water Babies. Those things are creepy too. I didn't have Water Babies. Oh, God. My main goal was to always just like, I had a Water Baby and I wasn't upset when my cousin cut it up. Because I had a cousin who would just like, he's like, oh, your toys? Yeah, fuck that. And like would just stab all my toys because... Oh, thing! I think I just realized my cousin was a psychopath. My cousin would steal them and sell them, sell them back to us. <laughs> fucking mobster shit! And it had my name on it. What a god! That's so fucking funny. I was like, he was older. I think he he's like maybe almost ten years older than me. And I'd be like, Timmy, that says BJ on it. That's a unique name, bro. That's me. No. I was like, can I have my Ace of Base CD back, please? Can I have my Ace of Base CD, please? Oh my god, I was talking about this on Dyke's podcast. We were talking about like the no my it might have not been no, it was my podcast. We were talking about um the times you've been robbed, because I've been robbed a lot. I had a lot of cousins, it happens. Um and what I remember being so butthurt because one of my cousins stole my eight mile soundtrack and fuck that bitch. That was mine. So I stole her scary spice doll. Oh my god, eight mile and then scary spice. In in it, <laughs> jump from things but here's the funny part is is like if you really if you really want to steal from like me are you right now it's like hey give me your phone that's that you know what i'm saying yeah. that that's where my because I, I use you know the fast i use the the apple pay and then i have all my all my important stuff is here like most of my files are in here but they're also on my phone mm-hmm. and a lot of and i'm just i'd be so screwed dude i literally um keep my phone with me like I'm I'm a little more comfortable at work, and which is a weird thing I shouldn't be. But like at work, I can leave my phone on my desk and I can go take a shit and I'll be fine. But most of the so time, so you don't take your phone into the bathroom when you poop. No, which is you know like I, it took me a year to get used to that because it like really bothered me because I poop a lot. Like I'm I'm regular, hi. But I would go take a shit and I couldn't take my phone with me because they had a weird trust thing with like a few of our dispatchers who would just like go be on their phone the whole day. And my ass was like, I ain't trying to get in trouble, so I'll keep my phone here. It's fine. And so I had to eventually get used to pooping without my phone. So, so I get I get made fun of because I poop in the dark. I'm going to take a minute. Because <sighs> once I explain it to you, it'll make sense. Okay, we'll get there. But I got to do some quick judgments. I'm like, are we talking like like pure darkness? Like, yeah. Like Spawn lives there? Yeah. It's <laughs> complete darkness. <laughs> hate you man i swear to god <laughs> you fucking psychopath tell me tell me why you shit in the dark so um so i'll go in the bathroom lock the door and then <laughs> i lock the door and then i um and then like i have my phone so my phone is a light okay so but when when we the first cell phones came out they were they were kind of dim yeah they were all naturally so i got used to turn the light off so i could see what's on my phone <laughs> see that? oh sh- <laughs> you fucking geezer you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! You're like, no, no, it's <laughs> fine. I'm just used to being in complete fucking Anne Frank status to shit. Then it involved into I have two kids, two kids. If they see the line, they're gonna come bother you. Yeah, and this was the one place you can hide at. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
because and then because nobody has any boundaries as a family now that they're now that they're older though they got all the boundaries oh they're so it's hilarious no doesn't it make you want to bother them oh i do i'm like so they all have so for some people know some people don't know i have luciano and colin are are um me and steph's sons and we have justice justice is an adopted son that we've had he's been had but he's been here for about a year he's been here so we actually have that's why we have three most people like man i thought you had two kids but i have three i magically got one yeah and so (laughs) they all have girlfriends Mm. so the so this all right so dating has changed in teenage years right so he's playing xbox in his room his girl's on FaceTime. She's studying for a test, right? Yeah. So they're not even looking at it. They're just lit. It's like this, and it's just so. They're, they're in each other's presence. And so, like, I'll go in there and then just start trash talking the shit out of Colin. Oh I'm like, your room smells like ass. But it does, because boys are gross. And I was just like, and he was like, well, I was like, I'm not touching anything in this room. <laughs> I was like, everything in this room is untouchable. <laughs> and I. <laughs> And his girlfriend is just cackling. Oh, she's fun. She is loving every minute of it. She's like, your dad's f- She's like, your dad's funny. <laughs> Which is like the worst thing a teenage boy can hear. Like, my dad's not shit. Shut up. And then I'll be like, and then I'll go. And I was, I was like, are you taking a shower? Because I need to know. Because there's two showers in this house. I was like, I need to know who's taking a shower. He's like, I'm not going to. I was like, well, do you just want to take one together? It'll save time. I was like, we did when you were little. <laughs> yeah. like, yes. He's like, Dad, stop. I'm like, why? Why? I'm like, why? I was like, you're my son. <laughs> we live here. Yeah. I was like, we got a loofah. I can get your back for you. Oh, my God. Your time has come to troll, and that makes me very happy for you. And then you. the other one, uh, <laughs> Lucy always locks his door. Even uh, It's probably locked right now. He's like, yeah, he ain't fucking coming in here. I, I have trust issues. <laughs> Dude, growing up, I just remember all the years that me and my brothers have bothered my mom while she was using the bathroom. Like, I just literally saw a video of somebody, like, they're in the bathroom, and their baby's little hand is out trying to touch their foot. I'm like, that's a vibe. That's what I did to my mom. And, like, I remember when I think I turned, like, 15 or so, my mom was just taking a shit with the door open and like all of a sudden i had like trust issues i was like what are you doing she's like what you don't like this i'm like no i'm waiting for like when all three of them have their girlfriends here yes. and then i'm just gonna leave the door open smoking a heater taking a shit and be like girls you here <laughs> do we have gas be like, i made some chili <laughs> oh god just sit there and <sighs> i want to support you but also you piece of shit <laughs> no teenagers are frightening and that's a lot of teenagers to have in one space so um i believe in you i turned it yesterday they did they got in trouble for something pretty severe <laughs> so i came home from work and and all of a sudden i was like first of all you're stupid because you you didn't hide things well or so i found it whatever mm-hmm. and then i was like give me your phones i said text your girlfriends and your mom because steph was heading back from ohio from a funeral so text your mom i said text your girlfriends give me your phones we turned them on they had their phones off for like six hours oh god i bet that was so hard for just them. just losing their mind oh yeah it's like watching somebody go through withdrawal like you're like you good they're like Fah! i am dying and then and i and then obviously they had got their phone i was like hey you can turn your phone i was like hey, you can go get your phones and they're like i like all of a sudden they're like you know i think the withdrawal kicked in i think i'm good i mean they know i've never seen kids get dishes a, a living room a kitchen a bathroom done like it was turbo oh that's awesome and then colin's like what else do you need me to do what, what else i just want my phone back man oh <laughs> i uh yeah and then i'm pretty fair with my kids but it's hard being a parent because um because i remember 
how other parents talk to like kids when mm-hmm. I was little. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, you're clueless. I didn't say it out loud. I was like, you're clueless. Like you have no idea you what's no- going on in this world. The world's so different and so stupid. And then I keep up with a lot of stuff is, you know, and, and because and the stereotype of people who have teenage sons or teenage kids is like, he's working, he's wearing khakis, you know, button up shirt tucked in. I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> I'm just happy he has underwear on. I, I constantly, I can yeah. And then, so I tried it. And then that's where Colin said something to me. It was pretty cool. He's like, my friends like come over, over here because, you know, you, you talk to us a lot more. You also talk like an adult probably to them. You don't like talk to them, talk down to them, which is a huge, I think, factor for well, kids. Well, yeah. Well, every now and then. <laughs> like we have, like we start ripping on each other. That's and, different. And it's funny. Uh, they come in the studio. I've had kids made music back here. And then they just, oh. because I, and then they're just like, well, some, I, you know, I didn't, my stepdad didn't come to my life till I was like 17 when he got married to my mom. So I remember that kids that don't have, didn't yeah. have a father figure, they'll come over and hang out. Like during football season, like half the teams here, and it's such it's so cool. Yeah. Except when they eat all your food. <sighs> they do eat all your food. And, and you're like, where's the? Fu-? I was like, I just where's the fuck cereal go? I just bought a whole thing of cereal and milk, and it's just gone. Dude, they're ravenous because all those hormones, they're dummy eating everything. They had like four boxes of ra- ramen noodles ate one night. They were fuck. just, and I was just like, first oh. off, that one, you're rude. You're eating all my food. Two, quit bragging your metabolisms here. Like, yeah. get fucked. Well, and then that's where um, both the boys, I tell them that all the time, is because they're both in great shape. They both work out. And, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is 40, bitch. Yeah. And like, I remember being that young. And when people would tell me like, well, it's going to change. And I remember being so pissed. I'm just like, you guys don't know what you're checking about. I'll be like this forever. I'm like, you dumb fucking idiot. My knees hurt. See, I was I was opposite. I was like, so for football, I gained weight, basketball, to lose weight. So I went fluctuated back and forth. Oh my god! So yeah, so my weight fluctuated, and then I think I graduated. Like I think I think there I was like one eighty five, one ninety. But being six three, it it held it pretty well. And then I was like, and that's then, a lot for a, like an adolescent body to go through to like fluctuate like that. Yeah, like I'd be at like two twenty, two thirty for football, then lose it. And then, and then it didn't go off for a while, and I'm like, ugh. Oh, my God. So, But when I graduated, l- luckily, you know, I was still in my anxiety phase. Where, you know, when you have that anxiety and it makes you not eat, <laughs> then you run constantly. I love anxious running. It's my favorite. <laughs> and then you come home, and your mom's like, I got biscuits and gravy. He's like, Mom, I can't eat that. <laughs> I'm doing no carbs this year. Yeah, if I said it to him, she'd be like, carb? What's a carb? Is butter a carb? She she would just be yeah. Um, my mom would be so confused. My household was really like that too. We collected orphans basically. Like I've had, I remember having a boyfriend live with us. Multiple, like two different boyfriends live with me. My brother Chris, who's like seven years younger than me, all his friends eventually lived with my mom. And then there's Wyatt, who's my youngest brother. Like his friend, he he's actually the one who goes to their house. He's like, no, I feel safe there. Like we had so many people in our house, and I just remember like going through food, going through everything so quickly. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, it, and and I I wanted that environment because I remember being at other people's houses growing up, and they're like, you feel like you can't touch anything. Yeah, I feel icky. And then I, and then growing up poor, you're like, if I break that, I can't afford it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So still this day, I would go to girlfriends' houses, and I would just sit there, and I'm I no wonder it didn't work out for me because I was awkward as fuck. Oh, just like I'm just really scared that I'm gonna just get sitting hit. there on my hands like this. <laughs> It's a very nice house. It's a very nice house. It like it was. It's a weird thing when you go to other people's houses and you see their how their dynamic is or how they communicate differently. I was taken the fuck back when I was like 22 and I didn't really know how to get a car 
or really had to take care of myself. Like I didn't understand financing. Yeah. And it took a guy who was literally my age, who was like 25, Derek, who I was telling you about. He showed me how to do all that stuff. I'm like, how do you know all that? He's like, I don't know. I learned from my mo- my mom and dad. I'm like, what? And I met his family and they are just like super communicative. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I remember we, like that was the year I decided to be mad at my mom. I'm like, hey, you want to tell me why I know nothing about yeah. anything? I, I just knew that if we didn't pay rent, we got evicted. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing I knew. I knew um, don't wake her up. And also, why the fuck you crying? <laughs> my, my mom's my favorite. My mom was like, hey, can you call in to work for me? I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm seven. I'm seven. Seven. Yeah. I, I don't have a 401k. I'm like, hey, my mom's not coming to work. She's sick. Can I speak to her? It's like, I just said she was sick. <laughs> Can I speak to her? <laughs> my mommy can't come in right I now. I have an older brother, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. How's your brother? Uh, he's two, two and a half years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, but she skipped him and went straight to me. She's like, yeah, you can do this, B, right? And I was like, yeah. I'm just fucking. <laughs> You're the more responsible. <laughs> Are you the middle kid? Uh, no, there's only two of us. Oh, shit. I'm the youngest. The baby. Damn. So I got, but I, I, I was very, I got things like, oh, I see. Cause I, as a, as I always look for angles to get away with things too, but <laughs> I would also look how to like, uh, so now if someone calls into work, I just get so shit. I'm like, why are you calling in for? Cause <laughs> for I remember, yeah. Cause I remember all those times. Cause I've, I, it just drives me insane. I believe in sick days, but you take, take time off. That's not what I'm saying. But still when someone's like, text me like hey i'm not gonna work today and you're just like why i was like i have to work today <laughs> <laughs> but i have to work today <laughs> it's not about you and i was like i get that one i have a friend who uh works in uh i want to say she works in sweden i'm not a good friend anyway but she was asking about like work like sex no day. you're correct in sweden <laughs> sweden like, oh yeah i've looked this up <laughs> oh yeah they get unlimited sick days yeah fuck off yep yep plenty of time to go to the brothel <sighs> go to a brothel just to hang out i want to know i have the option i don't know sweden doesn't go around shooting each other yeah you know why because they get time off work because they're not stressed yeah they're on holiday they have their chocolates and their wait i think that's the swiss that's not the same as sweden yeah switzerland and sweden yeah that's yeah. different oh. yeah switzerland is the the neutral party but the thing about it, though is it's like public schools it's, it's it's almost like putting like taking time off work and people are like what are you taking time off for? And I'm like, I, I have taken my last real vacation was in October of 2019. Oh my God. Took five days off. And then the, before that, that was, the, so that was 2019. The, the, before that it was 2007. Oh God. That's yeah. That's so long. Yeah. I just don't, I never take time off. What's sleeping BJ. So, but I do staycations though. Mm. Like I'll take like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. That's nice. And I'll just like stay at home and yeah. not go anywhere. That sounds nice though. Because to, to me, vacation is stressful. It, yeah. I just literally had to deal with a vacation that was nonstop fucking stress. It was dummy dumb. Yeah. I saw some of the photos. So what, so what happened? Oh, bitch. Let's fucking get into it. I've already talked about it in three other podcasts this week since I've been back. I got back Wednesday. Um, so just to kind of like... So I was supposed to go on tour um, to Colorado like before COVID. That shit got canceled, so I didn't use my vacation time. I was just like, fucking whatever, but I still had it accumulated. And I was just like, me talking to my brother now as a pregame to this. So me and my brother Chris, we're about seven years apart. Chris has bipolar, but he is untreated because he doesn't want to deal with it. Um, So kind of have to go with like 
extreme mood changes and they'll happen willy nilly. Um, we went to Colorado together years ago and he was like 17 and he was a fucking mess. We made it through. We hung out. It was fine, but it was still rough. And, uh, so we tried this plan. We tried to do this vacation together. Um, Chris did a lot of planning. He seemed very like ready to do this. And like the main biggest thing, I wanted to go to Sedona, Arizona to camp in the desert. Like I didn't want to do any like weird vortex shit. I just wanted to not be in the fucking city and see some fucking stars without any light pollution. That's all I wanted. And we get, we probably started driving the first uh, 18 hours. We get to Denver because we'll stop by, get some stuff from the dispensary, um, which is no biggie. But, like, I think we were just kind of sleep-deprived, so he got a little got a little snippy with me for a random reason. I don't remember even what it was. I think he just thought I was, like, being, like, telling him what to do. I'm like, dude, I'm just saying, like, we're on a time crunch. We got to get here and there. Um, so he gets hyphy with me, yells at me. I'm like, all right, we're going home. We drive, like, an hour. I pull over. I'm like, let's talk this out. This is dumb. We're adults. Let's handle this. We handled it like adults. We're like, we're great. This is fine. We get to Arizona and like the first couple nights, we are not able to find a camping area. Like we hike for a good solid six hours and I'm like, hey, we got to go find a dispersing camping area because in Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico and Colorado, there's tons of areas where you can just go off the side of the road and go camp, um, which was the plan. I'm like, hey, sun's going down. We need to hurry and find a spot. And he kind of just like is taking his time. Like he keeps pushing me or like not pushing me, but he keeps procrastinating and i'm like trying to like herd this fucking turd into the right direction so we end up having to go to a hotel which is no biggie i got the money it's fine get the hotel next day we try to go camp we go hiking again and i got we hiked to the point where my feet are blistered up now i've done long longevity of hiking like i can handle them a grown-up but my fucking feet were not prepared like, I hadn't done it in, like, a year because of COVID. So my feet's blistered up so fucking bad. Like, three toes on each foot were just bubbles. And then the, my heels were blistered up. So I'm in absolute pain. And I'm, like, I try myself, try my best not to be no bitch, but I'm a bitch. And I was just like, hey, man, we need to go find a camping spot or a place to sleep, like, right now. Because I'm like, I need a rest. He's like, well, I'm not done for the day. I'm like, all right, well, here's the thing. I can't walk. So I need to, like, rest. I'm 30, almost 30. I need to like sit for a second and like, cause at my feet, I had to like pop each fucking blister. Ugh. It was, and he watched me do this and <laughs> like, watch me pop my blisters, drain them, clean them, get them cleaned up. He's like, well, you can't just like wait, like maybe power through it. I'm like, no, not if I don't have to, I'm not going to. So, um, we finally get a camping spot in front of my camp, my, my friend Kim like sent me the coordinates to her main spot, which is a, it's like a, kind of close to people it's whatever but i'm fine with being kind of close i got a kia soul i can't drive deep in the mountains that hard <laughs> the kia soul can only do so much we get to the camping spot he's like hey well, i don't want to be next to these people i'm like well too fucking man i can't go much further and also i don't want to walk with a bunch of camping equipment if i don't have to and like and i got to a little point where i got like i was like man can you please just be cool like please just be cool like please like my feet hurt so bad he's like why are you talking to me that way i'm like <laughs> excuse you um he's like don't talk to me that way i'm like what the fuck so i'm putting up this tent by myself at this point he's in my kia just charging his my phone and the windows are up he's r running my car using up my gas so he can charge his phone which is fine but i'm like ho don't be mean to me when i'm your ride so this is not how i talk to my brother i don't call him a hoe i was trying to be very i was very rational through this whole process and it was just hard to bite my tongue during this to the point where like 
So I ask him, like, what are you doing right now? He's like, you're just, like, talking to me and, like, I'm, like, I bully you and you're, like, embarrassing me in front of these people. I'm like, those people are not paying attention to us. Those people were not paying attention to us. They had their kids. They were very focused on their shit. So I, like, put up this tent trying to get him to come hang out with me or at least, like, chill for a second. And he, like, starts screaming. And that turns into, like him calling me a whole bunch of shit and turns into me crying and then it turns into him saying, take me home. So that turned into me literally unpacking all the tent shit that I just put up and just threw it in the car. And I started driving like at like 5 p.m. in New Me- in like Sedona, Arizona. We kept driving till we got to New Mexico. <laughs> and this little turd has the nerve. He says, oh, are you pulling over? I'm like, yeah, man, I, I kind of need to. I need to sleep. It's like three in the morning, which is five o'clock like Indiana time. He's like, Oh, well maybe you should think about your like co-pilot. Like maybe I want to get home to my bed. I'm like, bitch, I wanted to camp in Arizona and I went to sleep. I was just like not fucking having it with him. And like, he did eventually apologize, but it took six hours of me driving and being quiet. Like he apologized, but it just felt like bullshit. And I'm just like, ugh, he, cause he, He's aware that he does have an issue with anxiety. He's just like, I just like got in my head and I thought all these people were judging me and I knew they weren't. I don't, I'm sorry. And he said something that like stinks in my brain. He was like, hey, I saw that Indiana's weather's supposed to be really nice this week and you'd probably go camping then. I'm like, go fuck yourself. So that's my relationship with my brother. And so I drop him off in Indi- like in Newcastle where he lives at. Drop him off, and like 45 minutes into my driving, I'm like super close to my house. My tire pops. Ah. And I'm just like, fuck me, right? Thanks, thanks, universe. I'm sorry for what I did to you. Uh, <sighs> it just, it was not a great time. I got to hike and see some pretty shit, but I was, I was, I made a joke to Justin. I'm like, I, uh, I can say this. I can do anything. If I can drive 24 hours with a manic boy, I can do anything. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole untreated stuff is, is it, it's, ridiculous. It's really hard to deal with because like him and my mom are both like have mental like illness. And the she finally got to the point like but in her 40s where she finally got help. Now I have a 23 year old who's like kind of refusing to. And it just sucks because you can't force an adult to get help. They have to want to do it. And it's just got to wait it out. Like, yeah but eventually those apologies you, you're like i i don't i'm done I and that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm like but i'm fucking tired i dealt with someone that i dealt with, i dealt with someone with that like we're pretty bad because I, I i have my own shit but the whole like you know and i just in the comment i made was like yeah but you know what i don't know if you're really having an attack or once again it's about you exactly and like when it comes down to it it's not your fault that you have a mental disorder it is your responsibility though when you start to realize that you suck the oxygen out of the room when you enter it and people walk on eggshells you need to take them take a step back realize what's happening because it's not the first time this has happened it happens a lot it's just, it's exhausting to try to, and it's even harder for people who like, I mean, I think it's common knowledge that comics, we come with a lot of sadness. <laughs> My name's Tenna and I'm a sad puppy all the time. And it just gets exhausting to try to always be the upbeat, rational person all the time. I'm just like, I've tried today. I fucking tried. Yeah. And it, <sighs> it, to me, part of it is you have to be self-aware, which then they, they, they always are self-aware. <laughs> and then when you actually try to really check them on it then it's like you, attack and then they do something to themselves like uh either shut down or or something like that or they start crying and then and it just i dealt with it a lot and i'm just like 
No, I was like, it's about you once again. Yeah. So I'm just she like, gets old. just I was like, just gets old. So we're just not gonna talk. So your situation was it like a family member? Yeah. Yeah. Who? The uh, I really not say on that one. That's fair. But but it was it. But the problem was is if you have the same issue, like I have, like I have times where I'm like a million miles an hour. The next time I was like, I don't want to be here. Right. Right. But I never make it about myself. Right. So I never say anything about it. I try my yeah. I like saying I try my best not to do it. So and then. But when other people go through and then this just just like, you know, and I'm just like, here we go again. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, we've like been, you know, and and they're in a good environment. So it's and that's that's the thing is you have to if you're in a good environment and you're still having that. And then that's what bothers me a little bit is like you, we, we we made sure there was stability. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Stability. And then everything like that. And um, made changes to make uh, their life easier yeah and yeah. then and then at one point i'm like i don't fucking care yeah because like i think it is the one of the most exhausting things is like everyone around you tries to like we let you go on your thing we let you talk as much as you need to because it's not going to help me to tell you what you're doing is wrong but when you get to the point where you basically lash out for unnecessary reasons and you choose to be angry or maybe again they don't choose to be angry it's just you have to realize when you're out of control and you are verbally assaulting people just because, like, your body's like, – your your brain's chemistry is all fucked up. You need to recognize that because, I mean, he broke down and cried and apologized a bunch. I'm like, you know, you know what's going on. But and that, that that's but, but that's where it gets to, to is that is how much of it is, like – bullshit that they take advantage of it mm-hmm. like i don't want to fucking do because a lot of people that have, are that are bipolar at, that i've been around a lot of them are very narcissistic oh yeah so and it's like fuck this i don't want to do this no more i'm gonna throw a fit yeah and it's, that's and then it's just, and then i'm gonna apologize and they're just like but there's nothing to stress you out it's like what are you you literally caused a ruckus Ugh. and you're Ugh. like and you're like why and but for why because they're because they just didn't want to be in that situation anymore so the best thing to do is like fuck it i this is what i want to do this is what you need to do and look what you did you got in the car and you left yep the mental gymnastics of somebody who is narcissistic or untreated mental illness is fucking amazing because i feel like anytime where i've been in a situation where i'm very stressed i've tried to handle my stuff as rationally as possible i'm like hey i'm upset about this but he just goes from zero to 80 so fucking quickly and wants to Basic, like you said, throw a fucking fit till he got his way. And what happened? We left. And like, that's how much like it was that exhausting. I'm just like, ugh. That's supposed to be four days in the desert. I got two. Yeah. And that's, and. And it sucks. It's just like, do you not recognize that somebody not only like if almost 30 year old sacrificed their car, their body and like their time off from work. Those are three things that are that take so much time and energy and like my money, my money. Yeah, and then and that's the biggest thing is like there that I that I noticed was it was yeah, but can you just do this? Well, I I'm still doing this, so can you just you know? And she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. No, we're done. We're done. Oh yeah, the I've like so I remember growing up, my brother like waking my mother up like three in the morning, like demanding money or demanding anything. Like, let's do this. Are we going to do this? And just like, wouldn't stop. I'm like, dude, do you not realize what's in front of you right now? And it's just, <sighs> it's, it's a blur. It, it, it gets, it gets to be a blur, a blur of just, and then like anytime you, I think I whipped out the words. I'm like, bro, you're kind of gaslighting the situation and you're literally being, this is some narcissistic behavior. Do you not realize what you're doing? And then he would try to, 
change his tone. But he's definitely still being manic, but he's changing his tone. And he's just like, it sounds like you're having an issue with yourself. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is this is my tumor. This is my tumor. And it's beginning. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then the worst part was they'll throw things back at you. Like, you know what? Blah, 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 blah. And then you're just like, what's that have to do with this? This has nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It's exhausting. And, and so. But. I aged. I I got, when I weighed myself, when I got back, I, I like weighed, like I lost 10 pounds. I'm like, that was pure stress shits. Every time I went to a gas station. Oh, I, I, I can imagine. I could definitely imagine. But let's go to something happy. Yeah, let's do that. Thanks for vibing with me for my sadness. So, well, I'm always here. It's $100 per hour if you want to talk about your feelings. I don't want to do that. (laughs) But we'll record all of it and put it out. (laughs) We'll we'll distribute it for fun and art. Um, So, yeah, because we've already been doing this an hour. That's how fast it went. We always have a good time. Yes, we always do. So you have um shows of your own which yes. is figuring it out and then what is the other one that you do spicy magic vibes it's <laughs> <laughs> everyone has giggled when i told him yeah. that and that makes me really happy like uh so daryl hall and quest and me started this most recent podcast um fingering it out it's i will backtrack a little bit so fingering it out play on words to be figured figuring it out but it just is three friends talking about nonsense it started as a science podcast it is not that trying to do the things um but the spicy magic vibes podcast um it kind of is a combination of just uh pop culture and an advice podcast so um if you ever just want to give us a listen we're on all major platforms but uh daryl and me have been friends for like five years daryl um was also my improv coach um he's super just hilarious just a wonderful person um we recently covered coming to america because we'll do an episode and then we'll have an episode where that focuses on a specific thing so let's see like uh we did a regular episode and then we did an episode about coming to america and then we just are about to release an episode about uh breakup uh like cds like the the music you listen to when you're going through the heartache so we we try to keep it fun I have a skit wrote for that. For breakup music? Yeah. Ooh. I'll tell you about it. Um, so, <laughs> so you're also, the other reason is that you're also a wrestling fan. Yep, yep, bitch. So, and that's the other thing, because we have WrestleMania and everything else coming up. It's going to be like seven straight days of WWE yeah. wrestling. And we know now that there's TNA. It's still been around. It's on Tuesdays. It's moving to Thursdays. AEW's on Wednesdays um do you still watch a lot or you just try to keep up like i try to keep up i try to keep up and it's it's kind of hard we got rid of the network because i wasn't watching it there like and we were just paying 10 bucks a month for nothing um and i used to be part of this really rad group where we'd watch old stuff from the 80s but i just kind of fell off of that but i mostly just try to pay attention anytime like nxt will post something up and i'm like oh it's popping off but like i've been really falling off of smackdown like if i have to look at goldberg's dumb face i will kill myself he he is off of there so i do know that good but they have <clears throat> you must kill the undertaker i didn't forgive him now they they it's it's going through a weird phase because there's no audience um which is understandable they try to do the well they're gonna have the two nights of wrestlemania friday and saturday or saturday sunday they're actually allowing forty thousand in that's why they pulled the tickets back because they're waiting to see how many people they can actually get in raymond james stadium which is tampa bay yeah and then um like florida yeah and then i think there's a aew event that actually is allowing fans in. it's coming in april because i think a lot of the restrictions are going to go down in april which it it was hard because it's hard to watch it because 
you love the pop like you know when you know when edge came back from royal rumble you heard a huge pop but when drew won it there was no pop because there was nobody it was so sad because yes. i like all of a sudden i gave a fuck about drew mcintyre mostly because if i have to look at brock lesnar oh my fucking god that thick-necked dummy i've actually met him is he delightful or is he a douche i didn't say anything to him <laughs> okay he just existed. He's as tall. I'm 6'3". He's 6'3". He's only 6'3", but he's like 6'3 wide, too. <laughs> he's a truck. So he walked by me. It was in, We were in Louisville. This is like right when he first started or whatever. Oh, my God. So young Brock Lesnar. He still had his neck. Yeah. He walked by, and I was just like, oh, that's a large human being. <laughs> that's a square of a person. Yeah. So I met a lot of those guys, but um, it, it's just it's weird is now... The programming, the way it's aimed towards, and then uh, try to watch on Wednesday nights. It's tough to get through Wednesday nights. It mm-hmm. is because they have way too many inexperienced people out there. Yeah. And then because there's a Twitter site, uh, AEW Botches, <laughs> and it's hilarious to watch. What? Is it just like people fucking up moves? Yeah. Or? Oh, my God. Yes. I do like that. And then, and because, like I said, big when they big fan of, I was excited when they did it. And then, like when they try and they try to build it around established stars to get us to watch it. Yeah. But there's not a lot, a whole lot of new stars that like. It's like the same programming both ways. Oh yeah, because like AEW like fucking took a lot of wrestlers that fell off of like SmackDown and Raw, which is thank you, but also I think y'all do have too much. Y'all got too many people. Yeah, they have they have like thirty thousand like uh, factions. That's so much. Because there's like this faction, that faction, and I'm just like I can't keep up with that. No, like there's like a faction should be like four people and maybe you know who's good at promos like a manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't have like. The new one is called Pinnacle, and there's like six or seven in it. That's a lot. Which, fuck, man, it's one of those things like that seems like a lot, but you know what? What if it's like the same realm as like podcasting, where it's like maybe it's good they have all these things because it hits a niche group every time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something, though. I've never been so fucking butthurt the fact that they got rid of Zelina Vega out of like, she was on Raw, right? Yep. Dude, what the fuck? One, that bitch was amazing on the mic. But you know why, though, right? What, why? All right, so, well, what are we doing right now? We're doing a podcast, right? Yeah. So they have their own Twitch stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I knew that. The third-party Twitch. She refused to give it up. That's and, fair. And she was like, and then, so she's actually married to Aleister Black. Yeah. And then there's, um, and then they just released Charlotte Flair's fiance. Oh, shit. Uh, he asked for his release. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he was really sad. Andre. Yeah, and, yeah Andre, Andrade. Yeah. Andrade. Andrade. No, uh, Andrade and, like, Zelina have been doing the damn thing for, I think, almost 10 years together, like, being partners. And I think that really was, like, super sad for both of them when she had to go. But she was making mad, making way more money doing Twitch. I knew that. Yeah, and then the problem was when they, they go from NXT and then they get moved up to the, the main roster. roster they, they just they're lost they get fizzled and i'm really scared they're gonna do that with alistair black i'm like don't be doing that to my dude he's actually they said he was still out here he should be returning cool but like i mean look finn bauer went back down okay. and, and they, so does uh fucking charlotte she went down she went down they all chose to go down because they want to redo their career or reinvigorate their career which is honestly that's really smart and I don't even think it's a matter like I know they definitely did it to basically kind of revamp themselves and kind of like, let me get a do over where I don't have all the pressures that Raw and SmackDown have. But also there's a heart that is an NXT that I just adore. Yeah, I can't wait to get I, I, I hope that the the week that it comes up with they have live fans. That'd be tight. Because and and, and WrestleMania is um 
the WrestleMania after the Raw after WrestleMania is, is it was so good with the fans because that's every fan from across the world in there. Yeah, and it's so loud. And so that energy, I want that energy. I've been to two Raws, live Raws, and it's the most. It was this how all right. We'll say how old I am again. So this was when Undertaker was in the ministry. Oh my God! And then I got to see Stone Cold, which was that was my dude. And then it was the one raw where he was on the ambulance and slipped and he broke and he broke the windshield. <laughs> and then Fuck. so and then when Kane's music hit, like you could feel the heat throughout the. We were in Rupp Arena in Lexington. Yeah. And I was just so I've been to that one. Then we did we went to a, um, just a live event and the and I, I didn't know the difference and I went there. I was like, man, this sucks. It's fun. <laughs> But, but no music, no this. You don't see the little yeah. in between stuff as well, which like I love watching live like live wrestling matches. But definitely seeing a I saw a Raw a live Raw and I've been to a live SmackDown. They're fun, but it's like that energy is different immediately, and you're like, no, okay. I've done three matches in my life because Rip Rogers, who was in charge of OVW. Let, let us do them in high school. Ooh. We just signed a waiver. Nice. And we were just doing, I was just doing stupid shit. You just like just throw me. And I I wrote out the whole script. Oh my god, I love that. So I wrote out I wrote out the whole match or whatever, and then um I got hit with like we we met Dane Severn, and then so we signed it and right for a match and he signed it and I was like hey make sure you hit me make it look real but don't do anything. So the uh, just name, sell it, please don't hurt me. Oh no, he lit me up. Oh fuck! I just felt like my eyes were flying out, and I'm laying on the ground, and then I, I'm I, then I all of a sudden I gained my like my composure, and I was like, oh my god, they're not doing the finish right. So I'm trying to like get back in, get the finish done right. These everybody else just kind of went into their own anarchy. <laughs> so I'm like, no. Have you ever been to like a local wrestling show? I've been to tons of them i love so there's one big one in ohio that happens that my friend kj does he does uh, is the paragon and dude i love local shows there's some trashy ass shit but boy do i love it i get we brought a friend with ours who's not very familiar with wrestling and i remember his face when he like sees the change in my vibe because I go from, like, regular tenant energy to straight up just a monster screaming. I'm like, yeah, throw him. I, I just, oh, I love local shows because they just bring out the trash in me that has been waiting to be awakened. I grew up in I grew up in an era where um, there's certain shows we went to you can bring. Because we really loved ECW. We traded tapes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> You could go to certain ones where you could bring your own shit to give them, and they would hit them with it. Oh, fun! Like we went to this one, and and someone brought their Nintendo. <laughs> that's cute. And I've been hit with a kendo stick. That's not that's not fun. That sounds awful. I've only been chopped, and that's all I will request, and that's all I will do. Mm. Um, I refuse to get chopped. I, uh, Dan Garza, shout out to him. He's a he was a, a trainer, and he did um, a lot of. Uh, local shows here. He was a, he's a great guy. Um, I might have him back on because I want to talk to him about wrestling. And, wrestling. and he uh, fucking caught me once when I wasn't looking. Ooh. Oh my. Oh. Oh yeah. Like I the, the chest breaking <laughs> feeling is very real. Like to have a chop. I had an adult man chop me, which was stupid on my part. But I was drunk and I said do it. Oh, I had that one. It was I've had been chopped and then um, rip when I met him. He was the trainer, and then he would like stick his fingers right, right here, 
because he oh. knew there was a nerve. Oh god! All those guys, yeah. Because when he, when OVW used to come to Indy, like in t- two thousand three, four, or five, I can't remember. Um, Dean would reannounce, and I would do the music for him. I love that so much. And then like, and then but it was all on cassette, and I was just like, fuck. It's not as good as it could be. And then there was Nova, who um, was Simon Dean or whatever. And he had two different tapes. No one told me which one to play. So I played the wrong one. He comes to the ring. He's like, hey, kid, that's the wrong one. I was like, fuck. <laughs> this is my nightmare. He yelled at me, and I was like, fuck. Um, I will say this right now. Like, what I've been catching with SmackDown on Raw, I really, they better be good to my Bianca. Cause Bianca Belair is my babe. Um, but I saw that her and Sasha finally had something together, and I've been fucking waiting for this. I'm like, you know what I mean? The Beyonce's of wrestling are gonna finally do some shit. So fucking Bianca slaps the shit shit out of Sasha, like the full taste out of her mouth. And on Instagram, she posted the slap with the scene from, um, fuck, what is it? Oh, when they played, no, it's not Prince. It's when they were making fun of, ah, shit. Okay, Dave Chappelle show. And they were talking about, what's his name? Rick James. Oh, I'm Rick James. Oh, yeah. my. What did the five fingers say to the face? And it's just that scene of her slapping Sasha Banks. I'm like, oh, my God. This this is everything I ever wanted. Bianca is so good, and Sasha is so good on the mic. Doing mic stuff or, like, having a hitter, like hilarious internet following when it comes to, like, yeah. doing ratchet shit in the ring. I'm like, yes, this is all I've ever wanted. Mm, I also love Rhea Ripley. I want her to throw me. Yeah, she's she, well. We'll see how they handle her. They better be good to my baby. She is the female Triple H. Science. Uh, um, totally. Oh, the um. <laughs> Give <on. laughs> The um. Somebody popped in, and was it a was it a young boy? Was it a twin? No, no, no. It's no. It wasn't. It was uh, someone else. <laughs> I forgot the. T- I usually text like, "Hey, I'm doing a show," but I forgot. <laughs> did did someone just pop in who was gonna murder me? No, 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 no. He lives here. He's good people. <laughs> you are unintentionally a lot of people's foster dad. That's what I do. Oh well, it, it takes it takes a what is it? What, what's that saying? It takes an idiot to raise a nation, or what is it? I can't think of what it is. <laughs> Something like that. You're permanent. <laughs> yeah. The um um, but. Yeah, it, it'll be exciting to see how it goes. It's it, it's evolved so much, like everything else, like podcast. I mean, like it's just, so important for like, it to do different things, like podcasting, and then you know even comedy changed with you know the virtual shows and yep. did all that stuff. So, do you have now? It's time for our what's called our shameless plug. Yeah. Do you have any shows? Anything else you want coming up? I'm you gonna have coming murder up? Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, JK. Please, no one come after me. He's a vampire. He's yeah, he's, it, he refuses. If I've try to kill Vince McMahon, I'm pretty sure he would just have The Undertaker come kill me, and he's really into guns, so he'll do it. Um, yeah, I got some stuff to plug. I don't have any shows coming up currently, um, but I got my podcast Spicy Magic Vibes, fingering it out, and actually I'm about to release a new podcast called I'm Having an Episode with my husband, and it's uh, basically we're covering uh, shows. Right now we're starting with The OC because it's on HBO Max, and why the fuck not? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's dumb as fuck. I this show is Degrassi for the West Coast. It's fantastic. But yeah, that's uh that's my shameless plug. I'm I'm cute and I'm funny and follow me. Oh yeah, um I'm on Instagram as uh, Horchata Del Rey, um and you can find me on TikTok um as Lumpy Tenacles. So that's Lumpy and then Tena T E N N A H 
C L E S. Jesus Christ. You have some of the best names. Think, dude, Hortana Del Rey was created in the middle of a drunk evening with me and Daryl. And I'm like, Daryl, get we need to get you your Emmy because that is genius. It's it's amazing. I love social media names. Mine is plain as could be. I that's just the way that I I don't know. It's so weird. Like even my email was a certain way because I never had like a weird fun. Because there was a th- thing that said, um, remember the weird email you set up in school, high school? I was like mine was like B dot first name dot yeah. last name. Yeah. Like my 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 email is Brian dot J dot Robbins at iCloud dot com. That's yeah. what I've had for like that's and instead of having like. Thirsty Wiener 420. I'm really happy for not having Thirsty Wiener 420. Mine's, yeah, mine's You know, very someone basic. listens right now. What do you say, Thirsty Wiener 420? That's a good one. Ah, it's still there. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, I got fired. I don't want to Google <laughs> if that email's free. Thirsty Wiener 420. Go on to GoDaddy. Be like, hey, is this website? <laughs> Be like, yeah, it's a fucking available, Chad. <laughs> Sit it down. 7,000. Have you ever went on to GoDaddy and tried to see, get to like certain, uh, and this is actually when we're, I help people when we're setting up their podcast. Yeah. I'm like, hey, try to get your email if you want. Go to, you can go to GoDaddy or you can go to this other spot, whatever. And like, we went on there a few times and it's like $7,000. For, oh. for like for for just like simple things it's like so people think of them they buy them and then they repost them so you buy it from them oh <laughs> that sounds it's yeah it's just stupid i just got worn the fuck out yeah. hey thanks for having me bud and this is why this is why people this is why dyke's like hey call bj he'll help you figure some of that shit out because dyke's <laughs> like i don't fucking know i don't fucking and know dyke, and this dyke i don't want to fucking know <laughs> Dude, I'm always taken aback by that Dyke is... He's how old? My age. What the fuck? I always think Dyke is my age and he's not. Not even a little. That's why we get along so well. Oh, there it is. You're like, hey, are you juicy and old? Yeah. (laughs) I I called him. We were talking. I was like, ah, man, it's about 1030, man. I'm going to go ahead and get off the phone, Gary, and go to bed. Isn't that nice? (laughs) I love when people are cool with me going to bed early. (laughs) Well, I try to go to bed early. I'm usually in bed by nine, and, and then I don't fall asleep. But I don't fall asleep sometimes till eleven. God, I go to bed at eleven, and I probably don't fall asleep till one. Yeah, I, I hate I, it. I used to go to bed at one, get up at five, and I'm like, I gotta stop doing that. No, it's not good for your body, like whatsoever. No, it's sleep not. is so good. Oh, <sighs> you sneak in a good nap as long as it's not a scary nap. We're like, oh my god, <laughs> I've been attacked. Like what happened? And then you check your phone, like, oh my god, oh my god. So. <laughs> We are going, uh, like, oh, yeah, you, you're always welcome to come down here and hang out. Thank you. In the back corner of the house. <laughs> um, but tell them, tell them what song we're playing out to and tell them why you picked this song. Oh, bitch. Do you have any, I like this song. This song's tight. Oh, bitch, we're going out to No Doubt Spiderwebs. Um, no, the last podcast I did the other day, I did Dykes, and, like, the opening song I did was, uh, fuck i can't remember which one it was but it was definitely a no doubt i'm like let's keep it going so that's the only reason also she did something to my soul and i never forgot i mean i know until she stood next to blake shelton and I was shut like, up blake shelton's an angel he gets drunk at war shows and it's great hey he's blake shelton listen to sam T- uh, can't do blake it. shelton's everything garth brooks wish he could be i don't know i don't I don't know. Garth had a lot of talent, though. Garth Brooks. <laughs> he God. said Thunder Rolls. Come on now. Oh, God. I really like Wheeler Walker's uh, Jr.'s like, impression of <laughs> Garth Brooks. I'm, I'm Garth Brooks. I'm fire. <laughs> He's so mean. But, but Garth Brooks still went, created an alter ego, <laughs> and still sold millions of albums saying I'm Chris Gaines. 
you know what? I'm not gonna front. Chris Gaines, you talented. And then he went on Saturday Night Live and played both characters, but <laughs> but he, he Kanye Wested. I if you go through and play, uh, go through and look on Saturday Night Live. Look for Will Ferrell and uh, Garth Brooks. Will Ferrell's playing the devil, trying to get him uh, uh, trying to create music for Garth Brooks. <laughs> one of the best all-time skits oh, so. i need to see that dude it's so fucking important dude chris gaines and walmart was like so in love with him because <laughs> you know i was little enough to i was like look at all these cds <laughs> look, look at all these oh my god yeah fuck walmart was really into garth brooks's pockets they hard. would have the chris gaines with the hair just like now oh the little emo boy yeah god i'm like who <laughs> Who, who hurt the, you? Who the fucking marketing said this was a good idea? He did. <laughs> he, he Kanye Wested. He was the OG Kanye West. And I'm like, you really want to do this? He's like, yeah, it's a great idea. We'll put it. So you want, you're going to wear, what do you have to wear a wig for? Why the fuck not? I uh, just like. Because uh, I'm talking about the world being bad. I'm like, how much do we make off this guy? Okay. Oh. Let's let him go. Let's just let him do it. All right. Well, like I said, I appreciate you guys for stopping in, hanging out with us on this. Fr- I hope you're having a great Friday. Um, I hope you are. It's right before the weekend. Um, even though Gary V says you shouldn't look forward to the weekend. Who the fuck's Gary V? Uh, see, now it gives you something to look up. See? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. See, that's what dads do. All right, kids. We'll <laughs> see. We'll stop to you next time. <laughs> All right, kids. Oh, yeah. There's a fucking intro to this. Yeah, ska music! Oh, so good. My watch broke, not broke, but it popped open. I was like, what the fuck? So I'm just trying to been fixing it in the last five seconds. My brother didn't know who Gwen Stefani was. I had to spend, like, spend 20 minutes showing him all her shit. I'm like, well, you need to grow up.